This is Wherever It Takes Us, a podcast about everything. I'm Kim Moran, a life coach, mom, horse enthusiast, and entrepreneur. I'm David Codney, a dad, an explorer, an artist, and a lost soul. We've come together because we're curious about life, what it means to be human, how and why things are the way they are, and most importantly, why no one talks about this stuff in real and meaningful ways. Join us each week as we dive into things that we're not supposed to say out loud. We're not experts, but we're real people. Hello. Hi, Kim. Um, I wonder if you saw the article in The Atlantic about pandemic amnesty. Um, no. Is that where they they um, allow people to basically believe that the pandemic was not real? Emily Oster wrote for The Atlantic an article on pandemic amnesty. And basically what she's saying is that we didn't know a lot in the beginning of the pandemic. So a lot of decisions were made and choices were made that we later found out were wrong or based on the wrong information, like school closures, closures of outdoor areas, masking, um, vaccine or not vaccine, you know, people losing their jobs if they wouldn't. And what she's saying is like, we need to just accept that both sides had different points of view and both were wrong. And we should not gloat. We should not rub noses in it. And we should just move past it. But should we? Well, this is her article. And she's drawn a lot of contentious comments about it. So maybe we just spend a few moments talking about what we think about it. Oh, let's dive down this rabbit hole, Kim. I like this. Wow. You come out. You come out big time today. Go for it. Here's my struggle with this. Let me just just let me just throw everything out. The struggle that I have innately is I wouldn't have an issue if the politicians came out to begin with and said, we don't know what we're doing. This is something very new. We need everybody to participate. This is not negotiable. This is the best advice that we have. And this is what we're doing. That's a total different mantra than what we were force fed. And I'm not talking about any kind of conspiracy theories or anything else like this. The struggle that I have with this is everything was forced down our throat. I couldn't go hunting. I couldn't do outdoor travel. I couldn't do hiking. People were on there. I would be walking my dog outside and someone would be screaming at me to wear a mask when I was outside with my dog. And now listen, I get it. People were dying. I don't want to take that away. I really, I don't want to take that away. My instant reaction is to make fun of all this and how ignorant I think people were during this time, but it doesn't take away from the fact that the very serious side that people died, there was a lot of people that died. There was a lot of people that died. So I don't want to go back to this and look like I'm insensitive. At the same time, if the verbiage was changed to a softer tone, if the verbiage on this was even with vaccinations, you know, everyone needs to get vaccinated. And I remember there was a point where do your cause, do your time, do your cause, do your time. But I don't know why it became so political. And I feel like we are forced into a a political system because it became left versus right. It became the right. The right was all about conspiracy and the left was all about science. And my whole joke about this whole thing was 
great it was based on science, but it was based on false science that we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about then. And I don't know why it had to be pushed down. And I mean, even I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of friends over this pandemic. I lost friends because I realized how mentally inept so many people have become where they just were spoon fed and force fed things. And they sat there scared. And I lost a lot of respect for a lot of friends that I have because I couldn't watch this going on. The friends that I did keep are the close near dear to my friends who have an ability to reason. They could sit down. This wasn't about if you got a vaccine or not. That, that was, that's not what I'm saying. It was people that were just in my eyes, so paralyzed in fear over what was given to them. And then they fell down this rabbit hole of not listening to anybody else. And I did it in my own side too. I'm a hundred percent guilty of this. I had my own view. I jumped on my own view. I looked at and listened to own people with my own view, right? I, uh, but the friendships and the people that I worked with or people that I, that I, I was in cahoots with or whatever you want to say, I was socializing with in cahoots. It's great. Um, <laughs> I lost a lot of respect for people because I felt like they didn't, they, they lost they, their inability to reason. And they were just, you remember on CNN where they had the ticker? how many deaths were that day or how many cases it was crazy what was going on and i just kept saying stop them stop the fucking madness stop it just this isn't helping anybody out so for me now to sit back after listening to the talking heads on tv on both sides on both sides the morons that were saying it's not a real virus the idiots on the other side that were saying everybody's going to die the chicken little the sky is falling to everybody in between Everybody played a role and to sit down there and say, there's amnesty now is to sit down and say, slavery wasn't real Mm. because that's exactly what they're doing. The same people that are begging for amnesty in this little section that we're going on in the, in this little area, it's such an interesting social experiment for people because on one side, the people that are so want to be so forgiving now. They didn't know the virus are the first people to stand up and be less forgiving when it comes to other atrocities that have happened. And now listen, I don't, maybe slavery is too strong of a line to draw. Sure. I'm sure it's going to get taken out of context, but there was literally people being canceled in every sense of the word over this, right? Just being canceled because they didn't agree with it. The indoctrination on both sides to get vaccinated, to not get vaccinated on both sides. People were canceling each other. And we all found out that basically there was the sliver of truth in the middle where something happened over here, something happened over here. And now everyone wants to play nice in the sandbox, even though they, they, you know, who, um, uh, what was his face? I can't think of his name. Roman, Ruma, Rumhausen. Can't think of his name. It was like, we're all just, we are all sitting on our islands yelling lies to each other. Mm. It's a great quote. And that's exactly what happened. And now everyone's like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's good. Amnesty. No. If you spoke out like you're some kind of like God or deity and you force people to lose their jobs, you force people to lose their families, you force people into positions where they couldn't, um, (coughs) excuse me, they couldn't, you know, help their friends, help their neighbors. You force them to be weak, less than on both sides. No. You don't get to just apologize and be like, oh, it was just a pandemic. It's not how life works. So 
a lot of what you say, I'm agreeing with. I think that if you misbehave, you have to make up for that. If you screamed at somebody for not wearing a mask, if you, you know, told someone they were stupid for wearing a mask and and it went deep, like people lost jobs, people lost friends, people lost family members, partners, spouses. I mean, it was really difficult. And I just feel like if you kick me in the shin, saying you're sorry is not enough, right? It's not enough. There's something has to happen. You have to be you have to seem apologetic. You have to behave in an apologetic way. And you have to let me know that you learned something from this. I want to hear steps of what you learned and how you're not going to allow this to happen again. Exactly. Exactly. And of course, if you behave badly, you want it to go away, right? Oh, you want to forget what an idiot and an asshole you were. So Mm -hmm. yeah, of course you want amnesty. Um, I, I just think we have to, talk about this and we have to discuss ways like something bad is going to happen again probably and we need to say how are we not going to end up in the same place next time something happens biden had a press conference today and he was talking about xi jinping and he said uh it was interesting the verbiage that he used um and he came out and i think he's in mongolia or somewhere he's somewhere overseas And I'm sorry if I don't have all the right information, but it perked my ears up when he said this. He said, the last pandemic, not the pandemic, right? the last pandemic, which means he's already expecting something new. The government's already expecting something new. It's going to happen again. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we, you know, they had the Spanish flu. We had, you know, all of these different things. It's probably going to happen again, the way people travel. I mean, it's a global society now. So it's not like we can contain these things in our little, you know, islands. Um, If a pandemic doesn't happen, war will happen, right? I mean, whatever it is, there will be another trying, stressful situation. And what you said about losing people or losing respect for people, it really showed you, I think, what people are made of and who's going to be who do you want around you when the shit hits the fan? Mm-hmm. Right? Not the chicken littles, not mm-hmm. the crazy. Let's go get everybody. Let's take advantage of this. It's like who has their head screwed on straight. And it does yeah, take a person to come and say like, I kind of fucked up. I'm sorry. Like, do you forgive me? I didn't take the pandemic as seriously as I should have. You know, I didn't, I felt like it was blown way out of proportion. I feel bad because I feel like people lost their lives and I didn't respect that enough from people that again, then again, I still haven't gotten sick from it. So I haven't been affected. I don't have any family members that have died either because of the pandemic. So I haven't been affected that way either. So I feel like I'm a little bit insensitive to everybody else that's going on. I apologize to anybody I offended over that stuff, but it hasn't affected me directly. You and I both have a friend whose father passed away who's extremely affected by this. It's always tragic when someone in your family dies. And I think a lot of people died because they didn't know what to do, right? Medical Mm -hmm. people didn't know what to do, didn't know how to handle it. It It was a learning curve. And I like what you said in the beginning, which is just give it to us straight. Don't try and be some authority when you actually don't have any 
fucking idea about what's going on, right? Don't say follow the science when you when you, the science is unfolding in real time and mm-hmm. we don't know. Say that. Say that. We think this is our best option in this moment. You know. The problem with that though too is unless you scare the shit out of people and make it really scary, they're not going to do anything. We've learned this so many times. People don't evacuate when there's fires coming up the mountain and they're like, oh, it's not going to hit my house. It's not going to hit my house. Well, then it burns down their house and they're trapped inside or hurricanes coming. And I'm guilty of this because I've been stuck in many a hurricane where hurricanes are coming, hurricanes are coming, hurricanes are coming. And then all of a sudden what happens? The hurricane hits, it's worse than the thought. They have to evacuate and stress out people. So I also understand the fact that sometimes you have to oversell it because human nature is not to believe. But we've also created this because we've oversold so many bullshit that it's like, oh, something else is going. And it's like, oh, you know, the the pot calling the kettle black or, you know, what is it? The the boy who cried wolf. Well, you're bringing up an interesting point. And, and I think, you know, maybe this sounds like a libertarian point. I'm an adult. If I want to stay in the fire, I'll stay in the fire and I will abdicate my right to have you come and get me. I'm making that choice. If I want to uh, evacuate in a hurricane, I will. I also understand that by staying, you are not going to come and save me. And same with the pandemic. You can tell me to stay in my house. You can tell me to do a lot of different things, but you have to let people make decisions for themselves. You can't control adults necessary i mean i don't believe that but we don't really let i mean we don't make people make um we don't allow people to make decisions for themselves a lot we've taken away that right from a lot of people i feel oh of course of course i I, that's what that's my point is that is that we don't allow people to take responsibility for themselves so yeah pandemic amnesty i'm not sure i i i i guess in this moment i don't really know what that looks like i don't know what that looks like either because i i don't i don't forgive the morons that got on tv and just kind of squawked it off and like you know didn't really help people i also don't forgive the idiots that like remember the one monkey lady that came out and she was like this isn't real and she licked the toilet on an airplane oh because she was like i Oh yeah, it's like Jesus. Well, first like, of all, in any kind of situation, that is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> pandemic or no pandemic, I, I agree. But that was like, God, I remember all that stuff. It's just stupid, stupid, stupid. People are just. The problem is, people are really stupid, Kim. And that that's the that problem. Can't be the only problem. Why not? Are people more stupid now than in the past? I believe. Whoa. How could you measure something like that? You know, you really can't. But I think people are um, tuned out and a little bit lazy. I don't know that they're necessarily stupid. I think that they are apathetic, maybe. Yeah, I would agree with you. I also think that information is coming so fast, so quickly now. Um, It's easy to spread misinformation as long as it's happened right there and it looks good. I think there's a lot of information that gets spread that's completely false, completely irrelevant, has no basis or merit to it. Um, and I do think this is part of the problem with us losing, as much as I hate to say this, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot, the fact that Wall Street Journal, New York Times, LA Times, even you know where I grew up in Cleveland, the, Cle- the Cleveland Plain Dealer, you know, the print, the print is not being as 
publicized anymore and it's not as relevant anymore, but there was something about the print that allowed it to have some merit behind it, have some validity behind it. And I do think a lot of things got weeded out because there was, there was a reputation they wanted to uphold, right? Even though I feel like those papers were biased to begin with and really, really bad, I digress. I still think that the, there was still a lot of the information I don't feel was as, I don't think there was much misinformation going around back in the days there is now. I think information is so easy to have that the, the ability to spread a rumor like wildfire is, is magical now. But also, I think that there's a social component to this, which is you need to think for yourself, you know, instead of just and we talk about virtue signaling all the time, but that social currency, right, being liked and getting likes and being on the right side of stuff, it it really takes people's ability to stand up for what they personally believe in outside of political party or whatever. Um it's hard for people to do that. I think now. I agree. I agree. Right. To stand outside the box and say, I'm not in your box. Or either box, you know, and it's, right. it's I'm this not or in that. any box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep our fingers on the pulse of this pandemic amnesty and see if it goes away or if it, I got to read up more about this because now this pisses me off. All right. We'll do it. I'll see you next time when you'll be fired up about something else. Yeah. Good day. Good day. If you liked Wherever It Takes Us, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share the episode with someone who you think would like it. Leave us a five-star rating and write a review. We appreciate it. <laughs>